Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Memory Lane. I'm Jen Brister. And I'm Kerry Godleyman. Each week we'll be taking a trip down memory lane with our very special guest as they bring in four photos from their lives to talk about. To check out the photos we'll be having a natter with them about, they're on the episode image and you can also see them a little bit more clearly on our Instagram page. So have a little look at Memory Lane Podcast. Come on, we can all be nosy together. How are your um, Christmas gigs going? Are they festive? Oh, they're fun. Really fun. This uh, this tour is really, you know, do you know I've, what, what I've realised is when somebody does everything else and you just have to turn up and do the yeah. show, why were... Why don't I? What a great job! What a what a wonderful thing! Sounds dreamy. I'm quite jealous. I think actually, if I were to work at Christmas, that would be the way I'd want to do it because you're not doing clubs, no, and you're not doing tour shows. In the theatre, but well. you are doing stand up. Yeah, you're in beautiful theatres. Yeah, no, that, I I think that sounds like a lovely in gig. lovely venues with audiences that are in such a good mood. Yeah, got and well behaved, well behaved. Christmas music, Christmas trees on the stage. So go on. What was you going to say about this? Oh, just I, I, you, you probably as soon as it got booked in, you won't want to do it because you. I, I'd love to do it. I'm not gigging at all. So, at well, should I tell you what my where I'm, what I've been doing? Yeah, Colchester, Kingston, Brighton. That's lovely. Today I'm off mm-hmm. to Norwich. Then we're going to Birmingham. Then we're going to Warwick. Then we're going to Bath. Then we're going to Cambridge. Do you still want to do it? Hmm. And you're doing all that. Before Christmas? Yeah, haven't finished. Then we go to Guildford. Then we go to Cheltenham. Then we go to Liverpool. Then we go to Manchester. Do you still want to do it? What? Hang on. That doesn't even... that That's like you've bent time. How are you going to do all of that prior to Christmas? It's nearly Christmas. Yeah, well, I can do all of that prior to Christmas because I am. But that, that's more days than... It's not more days. I mean, I'm not great at maths, Well, you're not. But... You just said more places than there are no, days I didn't. until Christmas. No, I said the right, the correct amount of days. for. The... So you're literally doing two shows a day between now and the 25th of December? No, I'm doing a show a day. I finish on the... Every day? Yeah, pretty much every day. I've got two days off. It's like you're in Panto. I am. It's like I'm in Panto. It's a stand-up yeah. comedy version of Panto, except we're also, yeah. we're not in one place. We bob about. Do you travel together <laughs> like a band? <laughs> no, not so far. But That'd be fun if you had a tour bus. And people threw up on it and watched. Why like, would that be fun? Films. I don't know. It's like I, I mean, sometimes thing. I think, what, what, what? Are you on a parallel universe? Well, I've got a lot of time. On my You've hands, got a lot so of time. My and... imagination yeah. is like gone. It's gone on. It's gone on steroids. I, I'm, I'm going on a what am I on a tour bus with Josh Pugh, Ed Gamble, and Fern Brady. Yeah, we're all throwing up and drinking. Yeah, no, that, that does seem. Oh, like we're we're, we're like having a pret and uh, bitching about someone I'm on the bitch. circuit that we don't yeah. like. Yeah, that's what we're doing. <laughs> But otherwise, you're enjoying it. Yes, I am enjoying it. 
Uh, it's fun. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. And the only downer is I've got zero days uh, till Christmas to do my shopping. So I'm very much squirreling on the online. Oh, but everyone's doing it online now. I've done a tiny bit in the real world. And frankly, it's bloody awful. So just do it online. Yeah. I mean, there was a couple of things I wanted to get for Chloe, which I can't get online. Anyway, that's just, you know, that's not, it's not podcast fodder. That's just for you and I to have a chat afterwards. But um, it's like QVC. This is QVC chat, isn't it? It's, it's got QVC. Do you know what? It's got QVC vibes. Have you ever thought about presenting on QVC? I think you've no. got... What are you talking your patter. about? Your patter. Okay, is that where we are yeah. now? Is that what I've arrived at? Is that where my career's at now? No. That's what you're I... suggesting to me now? I've... That I get a presenting job on QVC? No, but shifting your gear. Let's think about what Shit, you could man. sell on QVC. I'm a trained actor. Exactly. So you can act and pretend to be a presenter on QVC. This is the beauty of being an actor, Kerry, is that you can be anything. You don't don't limit yourself. This is your problem. Listen, I don't want to be a presenter on QVC. What about... It's not what I dream of. Yeah, but it's like a guest presenter. I mean, it would be fun. And also, you could sell the things that you would like to buy. I can, I can totally see that. I mean, in fact, I'm totally invested like in this. Like what? I don't know, like uh, embroidery kit. A key worker. <laughs> Key worker to help me with my key worker self help books uh, for yeah. uh, for any kind of yeah. like technology. Uh, yeah, uh, garden tools, gardening, pottering around with a potterer, <laughs> potter potter with Kerry, and then you'd go. I don't like where this. And then you'd be like, oh, these are all the things. It's like you go out into the world being a comedian, and I stay at home on QVC. <laughs> Selling, <laughs> selling, selling middle-aged lady shit. Look, I don't like this. It's all going to turn around next year, though. That's why I'm really <laughs> invested in rubbing this salt in the wounds now, because I know next year what your projects are. So I am allowed, actually. And, and I tell you what the downside of my projects for next year. So I'm doing a thing at the moment, which is whitening my teeth. And I'm in agony. What? I'm what? In agony. what? What? Well, what? my teeth are on the edge of being yellow. Oh. And, uh, you know, maybe maybe the passing of Shane McGowan was inspiration for this week. <laughs> me, me sorting my teeth out. I think, come on. Come on, Kel. Do your teeth. Are you going to... What's happening with your teeth? They're going to be like... Or are they going to go blue? No, they're not like that. I've, I've thought it through. I've talked it through with a human that I trust. Right. And she just said, just do a couple of weeks and it will lift it a bit. But it won't be... I won't be... You're not going to be like UV teeth no it's not that okay. i'm not going in that direction but and i'm only using a very tiny bit to take the sort of yellow the edge kind off. of shame vibe off right and uh and it's fucking agony is it does it hurt it's really sensitive i feel really like oh i've really made some bad life choices oh i really need to get busier because this is what you do when you've got too much time on you. Kerry, can I tell you what happens <laughs> you whiten your teeth i know a woman that plucked all her eyebrows out because she just had too much time on her hands do you know what I did? I, I took a bit too much off the sides here. Yeah, it's dangerous. Um, I got an email from a company in Turkey, den a dental mm. company, asking if I'd like to go to Turkey uh, to have my teeth Don't. done. No, of course I'm not going to go. Yeah, because they'll take your liver out or something. You know about that woman that went for a boob job and they took her liver out? What? That happens. People go, they go under anaesthetic, they go for cosmetic surgery and they whip out a liver and sell it on the black market. I, I don't think that that's something that's regularly happening. It's happened, though. I mean, I don't doubt that. You can't wake up without a liver. So she was just, presumably, she died. She had backache. She had a bit of backache, but she had great tits, but she had a bit of backache. Well, that's 
And, You'd put um, that down to your tits, wouldn't you? Well, they're a bit bigger. That's why my back. You go, yeah, well, no, I'm a different shape now. I must feel it in my lower back. And she got home and it just wouldn't shake that backache. And then she went to the doctor and there was a big scar up her back and he went, you've had a kidney whipped out. You just said that you said liver earlier. Liver. What's the one you've got two of? That's kidneys. That's why it's... Yes. That's why... I did say I'm not a doctor. Anyway, so... <laughs> anyway, they whipped out a kidney. Right. Okay. Well, that's something to bear anyway, in mind. Just be careful yeah. with those emails from Turkey. Babe. Okay, all right. I'm just here for yeah, you. Yeah, I know. I feel the support. It's really it's, kind of, it's emanating out from this uh, Zoom screen. When do you stop working? Christmas Eve. No, uh, last show is the 21st. Okay. So, so I've got. I still don't understand how you've got all those towns squished well, into a week. It's okay. Here we go. It's the 12th. All right. So I've got like another nine dates or something. Fucking hell! Will this year ever end? How can it still only be the 12th? I feel like the opposite. <laughs> I feel like the opposite. This year has just flown by. I resent how quickly this year has gone. I, I feel like it, we've had very different years, babe. It's just gone like that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You've had a you've had a you've had a what a leisurely. I've had a, a very restful year. You've had a, yeah, you've had a, a restful year. So, who are we talking to this week? Our guest this week is the absolutely fantabulous, wonderful, hilarious, talented, and brilliant Laura Checkley, whom I adore. Moving to Brighton. What? Well, no, we're thinking about it. Well, so Laura's Claire's, moving. Claire's like a bit like. <laughs> Kerry, don't. Laura's moving. Don't. She doesn't sound like she is. She is, actually. So... Everyone's thinking about it. I don't know. You we're don't, looking between, between like. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go Brighton. Be original, Laura. Don't know, go down to Brighton. I know, what a cliche. <laughs> She's been talking about. Kerry's been talking about moving to Brighton for like how long? Decades. Yeah. yeah. But we now know that you're West not Norwood's moving to Brighton. Nice, though. West Norwood's lovely. Isn't yeah, it? West Norwood's lovely. Thank you. It's lovely. Yeah. Sure. Or Brighton. Well, I love Brighton. I'm sold. Yeah. It's Claire. Well, oh, she doesn't want to. We're working on Claire. It's a couple of years' she's time. Ten, she's 10 years younger, so she's got a bit like, got oh, hold on, I'm not ready yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's got, got a life. She's, she's got, got energy. Yeah, she's got... She wants to still go still out. Wants... I don't. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Brighton's good for going out. But this thing is a Canadian. You need to bring the octane down. Is organised it. Oh, Ages yeah. You're, you're going to that 90s night. Yeah. I'm not going because I'm working. Yeah. Okay. What a nineties night! Susie so and Alice. It's are going really as well. fun. So it's nineties, but they play it live. So it's with a band. Is that the band we play... saw at Glastonbury? Yeah. yeah, but they do they do a different thematically. Well, so like they do different function band, do, and they play all the tunes. Yeah, they play all the tunes, and they play. It's so all like so like sometimes they do drum and bass. Sometimes they do nineties house music. Sometimes they'll do like pop sort of stuff, more like housey. Poppy it wasn't house. the music I was listening to in the nineties. When you said let's go and see a nineties band, no, I thought it was all really blurring away. No, it's not. It's not blurring away. No, it's, it's for dance it's dance music. Oh no! Oh, <laughs> that's that's exactly. It. You're gonna really hate it then, because that's that what it is. is exactly I how I felt. I'm like up for a bit of garage, but oh no. Mm. No, there's no. I actually feel like maybe this is an error. Do you know what? It's live. It's really fun. And they're brilliant, and they bring a lot of energy. And it's like, I can't now. I'm. I want to be able to say to you, oh, it's music like this. But now I can't think of a single track. It's right on time. It's not right on time. It's not 
I don't mind that's a bit how of that. But, but that is, is that, that kind of genre. Yeah, it's like that. That's the same song. That's the same song. You just sang another bit. I know, I know. They were called Black Box, weren't they? They were called Black Box. And in fact, that really reminds me of a particular time. A bunch of nanas. We're all singing the same song. but having Not that one, this one. Right on time. Gotta get up, gotta get up. Yeah, you're right. Can you believe it? That one. You're absolutely right, it was the same song. <laughs> Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one crispy. so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. You're going to make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have a whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Right, let's, so, let's I mean, have a look at your photos. Which one oh, right. should we I start with? I, I think I, I think this one. This, is this a family picture, Laura? Here on a on, a, on, on the beach. Yeah, yeah. So that there I am, front and centre. You're the little per. one in the little match with your hand on your hip. Yeah, hand on the hip. We've all got moccasins on. Look, have a close look. Even my mum. We, we, I reckon we've gotten two for in. one or something. Do you <laughs> know what I mean? On, <laughs> we're in Greece. I said to my mum last night, where are we? We're, we're in Portugal. Every time we say Portugal, we go, oh, no, because we had a Christmas in Portugal, <laughs> which we all hated. And my mum said, I will never go away again, ever. <laughs> There's nothing that wrong with it. It just wasn't. We have big, raucous kind of cockney knees up Christmases, and we've carried that on since my nan died, really. Yeah. Um, and we have a rule of like no telly at Christmas because right. we like to like yeah. at seven p.m. we whack the tunes on. We have a kitchen disco and so oh, even lovely. if even if Could we're all really up? flagging, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it's like that's it. It's like a it's like a proper night out. And great. any partners I've had have gone, oh listen, our Christmases are really boring. Um, <laughs> You're like, but ours are like ours are like Broadway Boulevard, <laughs> literally under <Yeah>. 17s <laughs> race. Here we go. So that's my brother on the far left, and then next to him is my stepsister Sam. There's my mum in the middle, gay with an E. Um, and then Lucy on the outside. They're they're my two uh, stepsisters, but they're not twins. They, they look... Their mother just used to insist on dressing them in the right. same thing, which I've they never fucking understood that. hated so much. I never much. understood kids dressing the same. Was that a like a eighties thing? This was about eighty six, eighty seven. And also, well, it does happen with twins, which I think is on the edge of being cruel. Yeah, because you're like you're making life much more complicated. Yeah. Everybody, who's yeah. who? Yeah. It's, yeah, I think, but they're not even twins. It's like two years apart. I love so, those dresses. I remember those dresses. Yeah. And I love that one of them's with a belt, one of them's without. Sure. Well, that's probably her, you know, going like, I want to be different. But yeah, um, I don't know what this, I, I think it was me saying sexy pose, which is, I don't <laughs> know why. Sexy pose, everyone. And Sam's looking at Lucy, you doing it or not? Shall I do it? I think my mum's like mid, I feel like she's going to commit there. She's got the hand on the hip. But yeah, um, that was, and we, we went on this holiday, um, and yeah, it, it was 
my mum met Ian, my stepdad, when I was like three. I'm about six or seven there. So they've been together a few years. Um, How did you feel having new step-siblings? Oh, I loved it. Did oh, you? my God, oh, they came you? every summer and every Christmas. I just wanted to be like them. I was so desperate to be northern. I think they, I just thought they were oh, really were they cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're, so they're from Yorkshire. Yeah. Um, Ian, my stepdad, he's a scouser, but he was based, he, uh, he met his ex-wife in Yorkshire because he was based there with the army. Um, and then obviously they split up and he met my mum in a under 30 single, uh, over 30 single bar. Say no more. I know. Where was that? In Bracknell. In Bracknell? Yeah, what so I it? was born in Bracknell. Was he based then sort of round in Aldershot? He way the or... army, army. No, no, Because Bracknell's so, yeah. a big army town, isn't it? No, that's Aldershot. Aldershot. That's it's that, probably that close. Part of the country, though, isn't is it? it close? It's not really, actually. I don't know why okay, I said that. But they're both sort of west. <laughs> <laughs> so we did keep that being. I don't know about Bracknell. I was going, yeah. I was born there. I was born I was born in Ascot. And then and then we moved to Hounslow when I was like six or seven. Um, and yeah, and, and so you... I don't really remember Bracknell at there's... all. Like, <laughs> I mean, I've also I don't remember. No, no, I've I've also got one of these memories where it's almost like the Mandela effect, right? Because I said to my mum, "Do you remember when like I fell down? I trod on that big teddy I had in my arms. I trod on its foot and I fell down the stairs." And she went, "That weren't you. That was your brother." <laughs> and I'm, but memory I'm, I'm that person where you'll thing. tell me a story and then six months later, that's I'll your say, story. Yeah, I'll tell you that story back and you go, I fucking told you that story. <laughs> Person, that's really bad. Claire's like, just don't tell stories. You're Make really it positive. Bad. You're just like, a collector of stories. Stand up. You're absorbing like, I'm the memories. I'm terrible at telling a story, but so this could be a load of old shit. <laughs> Are you even in Greece in this picture? Who knows, Kerry? <laughs> Who knows? Laura, I don't think of you as being bad at telling a story. I think of you as being very good at holding court. Oh, Especially do you? After you've Only had when I've had a drink. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only when I've had a drink. You've had a little cheeky wine. Yeah. So yeah. are you still, are your, um, is your mum still together with your stepdad? Are they yeah, still? Yeah, yeah. And still you're still together. close with your siblings? Yep, yep. So uh, Sam now lives near my mum. Uh, Lucy's up in Yorkshire. Um, but Sam's really, really close. And uh, her, she's got, well, she's got like a 25-year-old now. Oh, my God. And she's just had a kid. So my sister's a nan at 49. Wow. Yeah. Holy I'm, moly. I'm a great aunt, yeah. That's yeah. mad, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, so big 25. family, you've always... Big family, yeah. yeah and yeah. close. Yeah, yeah. And do you think that sort of shaped who you are? Like... Yeah, I'm. I'm contributing. You're very to who social you are. animal. I think of you as being. You're very good in a group. You can sort of slot yourself in, and I don't yeah. feel like you're like. Well, I don't know. I'm going to manage this. Yeah, sort of yeah. Although I don't feel like wrong. that. I'm, I'm quite. I don't know. A bit. Sh I feel like I'm quite shy at the beginning. Like I feel a bit. Uh, yeah, like I take a while to get going. But, um, but yeah, I'm. I'm. I am social. I was just saying to Claire. Claire, who's my wife, um, that I've, I was feeling a bit burnt out earlier because I, th I feel like I do do too much sometimes. Like right. I fill my diary all the time with just fucking nonsense. Like, Yeah, but we all do that. You're, are you talking about this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> she just called this podcast nonsense. And I really feel like I'm that's a, a really fair call. podcast on Tuesday. Like, well, I was just up here doing, doing my Christmas shopping so I thought, why not stop off? <laughs> I'll pop in. I'll get a cup of tea out of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's not. It's not exactly necessary. So no, big work. family, big family. My mum's got 
uh, a brother, two sisters. They've all got kids. And you all grew up together, saw each other, went yeah, on holidays together. Yeah, yeah. My nan, <coughs> my nan used to do a massive Christmas with all of us, like cook wow. for twenty odd people. Bloody hell. Then we'd go down the old oak club, and then she'd come back and do a buffet for everyone. I really feel and... like I missed out on all this sort of I, stuff. Like we definitely did any of that when yeah, I was growing really. up. Did you not like? Did you have any like? Like I don't know, like working men's clubs that you went to, and like I, I, I was no. often asleep on like a, you know a booth seat like this with a coat thrown over me, and everyone no, was dancing. And didn't really do that sort of thing. Yeah, um, it's it's a brilliant place, you know. Like we went one night to watch Michael Bublé at the cricket club, and he looked like Phil Mitchell. And my mum kept Hang squinting on. her eyes. Not the like, Michael Bublé. No, it was, was sorry, say, a tribute act to Michael right, Bublé tribute. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Bublé was not see, at Uxbridge see, Cricket I Club. Telling a story, <laughs> shit, telling a story. I left out the main bit. It's a tribute I act. It. <laughs> I got it. Michael Bublé. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No uh, tribute act. But he looked like he looked like Phil Mitchell. But my mum was like, if you just squint your eyes a little bit, he does actually look like him. So her, her and my auntie Chris were just sat there like that. Oh, yeah, that I think good, I did yeah. cataracts so for him to look like Michael Bublé, mate. So, um, yeah, so it's, yeah, that was big family, big family. I knew all my nan's neighbours. She lived around the back of Wormwood Scrubs Prison. And so we used to play, used East to play football. East Acton. Oh, is it? Mm. Yeah. So my nan's house used to literally, you could just to the right, you could see Wormwood Scrub, uh, Scrubs Prison. And you could hear him shouting out uh, if you were, you know, that close. I was playing football out on the scrubs and stuff. Um, but I spent a lot of time at my nan's because when my mum left my dad and stuff, it was... It was it was it was tricky and how old were you? I was really young, like a baby still, like I think eighteen months. Oh god, like that must that. have been really yeah, tough for your mum. Yeah. She had what well, two was, kids yeah, on her was, own. He was an alcoholic. He's dead now. He was he was an alcoholic, and you know she had bailiffs show showing up at the door and stuff. And yeah, and then she met Ian, and and Ian's an incredible man. But it's been a journey with Ian. He's had terrible post traumatic stress, which we've all had to deal with From over the years. The army. From the army, mm. yeah, yeah. He served in Ireland, right? So it was messy and horrible. And they don't. They, no one talks about that. Fucking just chucked him yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. You know, half the people he knows now are either dead or on the streets. Like it's awful. It's just oh, so God. awful. Um, and also he just went into the army because I think if he didn't, he'd have ended up in prison. He was a scallion. He, he was one of eighteen. My stepdad. 17, sorry. 17. Oh, my God. The youngest of 17 children, yeah. That's a big old, I'm assuming, Irish... Yeah, Catholic. Catholic yeah. Irish family yeah, in, in Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, so he was, yeah. So That must have been tricky for him to go out to Northern Ireland, coming from a Catholic Irish family. Mm, very tricky. Because to be working out there, I mean, like, that is... I don't know, that must have been really difficult. Yeah, but also, they'll be brainwashed in the army, told to think a certain way, you know. Yeah, I know. And there's no context where it would be pushed back or talked about. It's just not the culture of. No, he doesn't. Although he did have therapy, he went away for a while and had therapy, and he really sorted. He really sorted himself out when we finally realised what was wrong with him. We right. Just, he thought he was going mad, bless him. But um, hell. yeah, and he's really open about it. He talks about it. He's really open. But he's now we live more in a world. Than my mum actually. <laughs> but now we live in a world where there are there's language for there is yeah, PTSD yeah. And, and mental yeah. health and yeah. you know there's just there wasn't he wouldn't have had the words to even express. No. My God, no, no. And we didn't know. So, yeah, so they were up and down. Um, so I was at my nan's a lot. My nan's house felt like home to me. East yeah. Acton felt like home. Yeah. So when she died, she just had a council house and no one bought it for her. I think at one point they could have bought it for like seven grand. Bloody and they hell. all kick themselves for not like, you know, mucking in and just buying it. So when she went, it felt like the home had gone. Yeah. Because I, I, we moved around a lot because Ian, Ian lost a load of money and then we... 
we uh, got rehoused and we had to we yeah so it was we ended up in a council flat me and my mum and then so my nans was like salvage so I haven't really got a home home that I go right. back to like my mum's moved to Oxford now mum and Ian they're very happy but I go back there it's not my house yeah it's yeah like, they bought no, like, like, and you've got no like 10 years ago the area no or... no so when I go back to West London yeah it's like the old stomping ground and so but if I go around near my nans and then my dad my biological dad he lived around the corner from uh, his mum lived around the corner and that's how my mum and him met well they met down the old oak club so that's where everyone met I think back then but yeah so that is this like where home. you met Silla Black <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about this photograph actually because um look at it what the that's what? not that's not anything on her shoulder I think there's a bit of the photos come away so oh right like, okay. your mum said we weren't at a phone party that's how my mum down Ealing Boulevard is, is it the is that... angle's a bit weird so you're in the yeah. sort of house of mirrors but the hair. So that's not my hair. Thank it's a God. wig. So yeah. let, let right. me take okay. you back. I'm about 10 here. And I, so when I grew up in Hounslow, my mate Lisa, I was playing out in the estate and she said, there's a dance school around the corner. Do you want to go? So we, we went and um, it, we stumbled upon it. And it was uh, fairly cheap to go to. My mum, so my mum said yes. Um, and it uh, it was Bonnie Langford's mum's dance school. Oh, oh yes. wow. this is a famous place. Yes, yes. it's called. Yeah, it's called. It's called the Young Set, but we just call it Babette's because it's Babette Langford, Bonnie Langford's mum's dance school. So I bowl up there, and I'm. Uh, so there's a real mixture of some working class kids, but a lot of middle class and posh kids. Yeah, all from you know private schools yeah, or yeah. just fucking money, you know. And I wasn't <laughs> aware of my class till I went here, right. and I was like. Oh, wow. And I remember like day two or something, or week two of me going there, Bonnie Lankford bowls in with a fur jacket and does a dance routine with us. I thought, I've got to fucking stay here. Things are happening here. Bonnie Lankford's here. (laughs) (laughs) Shit goes down here. Shit goes down here. But she she would then get sort of professional jobs in. Um, And this was, I think I'd only been there about a year. So it's a bit like Sylvia Young's in that A little bit, yeah, but part-time, a lot of charity work. And dancing, um, not acting. Dancing. And it didn't matter, you didn't learn any technique, it was just, you know, tits and teeth. Go! (laughs) (laughs) One, two, three, go! Literally, my foot was like an old kipper, but, you know, up here was great, you know. What do you mean you didn't get, what, they didn't actually give you any dance routines? step ball change, you've got to keep up and fucking do it. That's it, it was like... (laughs) What kind of dance school doesn't teach you? It's just doing shows. You just do shows and you just perform. Like and go again, again, again. It's like fucking. It was honestly. Give me some direction. I know. Have we got any sense of choreography? You're all terrible. Was the direction? You're all terrible. Do it again. So it was pretty strict, and I mean, she wouldn't get away with half the stuff now, but. my mate Lisa lasted a couple of weeks. She went, I'm gone. I don't like it. Here. So I don't she went. Think I but you dug it. I, yeah. And also, I recognise where, where I met one of my best mates, Ellie, who was a child actor at the time. Um, she was the first ever fairy <laughs> liquid kid. You know, mummy's going to be very cross with you. And yeah. I recognise her. I thought, that girl's off telly. Oh my God. Oh, I've got to fucking get friends with that girl. Right. I just, from, yeah, I just, I, I, I always wanted to perform, you know, I always wanted to do comedy. And this was an inn. It just felt like things were happening here. And so they said, oh, we do pantos at Christmas. Yeah. And this, uh, and you know, we do them at Richmond Theatre. So she owned it all. Like her kids were like the best. Right. And then they'd do pantos and we'd get a fiver a week in an envelope. I don't know what cut she was getting, but we'd get a fiver and <laughs> an envelope. I guess she was getting a little bit more than that. But this was the creme de la creme. I got in the best team, the best panto. This was Piccadilly Theatre, 1990. And it was Jack and the Beanstalk. Scylla was Jack, obviously. 
Uh, Bob Cowgees is in it. Oh, yeah, with Spit, Spit the, dog. the Dog. With Spit the Dog. I always used to wonder where these kids got these gigs. And now I know. <laughs> well, they go to local dance schools, but yes. often they'll go to like... Sylvia's a cost too much. You can't because the kids are like, yeah, yeah, yeah. sure, £150 a week, please, back yeah. then. But Babette would have been just like, have them for free. <laughs> and we were all like that. <laughs> You know, like fucking, honestly, but we were all like mini bonnies. Yeah, we yeah, were all yeah. like mini yeah, bonnies. Yeah. Well, she was the she was the leader. But she this, was your I tell you guru. what, this was here at the end of the run. We would do a spoof of the adults in Panto. Right. One of the parents would write the script, then we'd just take the piss out of them. And I was Jean Jean Bot. Do you remember Jean Bot? Yes. Jean Boat. Jean Boat from Bread. Yeah, from yeah. Bread. Oh do you remember my Bread. Yes, Eighties. I do she played the mum. Bread. Yeah, Lilo was... Lil. Yeah, yeah. Lilo Lil. Tart. Yeah, yeah. Um, this uh, I was playing. I was taking off Jean because I could just do a good impression of her. Um, yeah, and um, I mean, I, I think she died last year actually. She did. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that was this was at the end of the spoof. And Scylla bought us all a, a gold necklace with a gold bean on, you know. Oh. And, and did you feel like, sweet. this is my brush with the A-team? This is A-list. She was because huge. Bonnie, so so uh, Babette's nieces, Scarlett and Summer, were both in that team. And if you were in the same team as them, you were in the best panel. What happened to Scarlett team. and Summer? Uh, Scarlett Strallen is one of my best friends now. Okay. She went. She went to Broadway, but she's had a couple of kids now. Met a guy in New York, so she stayed there. Oh, lush. Yeah, Summer's the same other kid. But Scarlett played... Mary Poppins in the West End. So you wow. could have She's gone down that like, you like, musical well, I did, road. I did, I did. Oh, I didn't know you were a musical yeah, I background. Did. I didn't come to, I didn't really what? come to like this comedy sketch world till like my early 30s, late 20s. So, talk, so okay, so it's quite I, hard to leave that world. Yeah, well, I, that, it was, it was when you when you're not open to opportunity. I harp on about this all the time in our podcast. But when you're not open to opportunity, when you're a working class kid, I just stumbled on a dance school. Yeah. They have lots of dance schools, and they that don't really have acting in. classes. And you know, those things don't really happen. You can't. They do now, but back then it was just that, and we were just doing shows, and I just fucking loved it. And, yeah. And then it's she, very chancy, isn't it? It's like where you live, who goes where. Exactly. Oh, yeah. And yeah, I was just lucky that it was her dance school yeah. I was at Hounslow Manor really terrible school sorry I love you know it's I know character I had building, that relationship with my school it's it like, was, I had a good time but it was shit it was hard it was survival it was bottom bottom of the league table every year I think it probably still is but um, yeah, the motto it was, a, was don't get cut <laughs> literally, yeah. yeah. Keep your head down. Don't look at anyone yeah. the wrong way. That's I exactly honestly it. don't know how I survived school because I was constantly looking what I thought was like a, just a general area. And before I knew it, some girls like, "What are you looking at? What are you staring at? What are you looking yeah, at? See, you played... looking at my baby?" Yeah. You're like, I didn't, why are you brought <laughs> your baby to school? <laughs> I had a school like that, I, and it was just like, yeah. I played football. To be honest, I just any break time I was out playing football with the boys and my mate Louise. Um, so that's how I got through school and just pretended. To, to like, like boys. boys. Yeah. yeah, same. Well, no wonder um, this world that you discovered was so appealing. The yeah, musical. but even when I went here, you know, like it was really posh and I was trying to make friends with all the posh kids that are acting and and I, I, I led to, it was like a double life. I'd go to Hounslow Man and be like, you're right, yeah, and then I'd go to Babette's and be like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> she taught me the difference between brought and bought. And was and were, you know, I only like... I just very recently learnt the difference between I have to still do that. Lots of people. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. To be fair, like, it's, it's the same as... Uh, what's the other one? Oh, fuck me. You know when you do apostrophe? when Yes. You know, like, we're, we're, we're and we're... All of those. Where and... We're, oh, never mind, doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have these you conversations with Chloe all the time. She never knows. She doesn't really know where to start. Guys, 
I don't want to be a fascist about it, but if it belongs to someone, that's when you put the apostrophe. Right. Anyway. <laughs> it's great doing homework with your kids when you're like, I don't know what the fuck you're Oh, I'd be terrible about a babe. I really don't know. I don't. I'm, My nan tried to do long division with me. Sure, I'm sorry. You'll they be learn it help. all differently now. You're beyond help, mate. <laughs> Here's a calculator, yeah. help yourself. So what shows did you do in on At Babettes? Well no, no. but not once you got past Babettes and you so started I went to Brit to... School and then they pointed me in the direction of drama school and I got a I got a, a scholarship at Mountview and that's where I went because it was you free went to Mountview again. in yeah. Crouch End. Yeah. My God, you went everywhere. Wood Green, I've been I've had yeah. I've had you a zillion agents, a zillion fucking lives, yeah. So what was your first job coming out of drama school then? I was uh, a musical called The Boyfriend. Um, Where was that? Straight <laughs> was, into musicals. It was, it was a UK was, tour. Yeah, I was yeah. so jealous of people that left early. Yeah. The ones that got agents straight away. I was like, but the end, but yeah, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I know. I think everyone fucking hated me. But at the end of my first year, I went to my head and I said, I want to go, I want to go over to acting. Same for me. Yeah. And and just looking after your voice and everything is like, I like a red wine and a fag. Like, I, don't <laughs> I, was like, I like it that it's singular <laughs> when probably it isn't. No, never, <laughs> never. But yeah, and they wouldn't let me. So they you know, wouldn't let you. To, no, they just said, "But you're brilliant. You know, you can sing and you can dance." I was like, "I know I can do those things, but I, I want." I was so desperate to be funny. Just wanted, and everything was a. I, I picked comedy numbers all the time. Any time I got to do comedy, I was always going up for the comedy character. Wanted to do the comedy. Wanted to do the comedy. Also, that that tradition of going down the musical road is, like I say, from people I've known in it. You you can't jump. I remember saying to one of my first agents, how do you get into comedy? Yeah, and they were like, you're lucky to be in the bill. <laughs> <laughs> like, all right, sorry, I asked. Now you're going, I need to do a bit of drama. Now I want to do a bit of drama. Take, take me so seriously. <laughs> I wanted to do comedy. I wanted to be on telly doing comedy. Right. That's all I knew. Um, and I remember sitting there and I'd met Victoria Bush, who ended up being my comedy double act partner. I'd met her on a, this, this Christmas job. And then uh, when I met Vix, we were like, oh, you're funny. I'm funny. We, pa- we played these like Glaswegian snow snowmen in this thing. And we're like, oh, and everyone was like, oh, you're like French and Saunders, you two. So we're like, oh, should we do some writing? But most of that was just like having a, having a wine <laughs> and not doing anything. And we did this whole hour that was so terrible and so shit. Some of it was all right, but it was really bad. But everyone was, of course, they, they loved it. And we just thought we were going to go up to Edinburgh. And we were going to win an award. Like oh. we just... I mean, in a way, it's better that way, isn't it? To be that. Yeah. Well, it is until you get to Edinburgh, <laughs> like, and yeah. then the and reality then the is. But then absolutely. that first year, I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like so, we were in. We'd spent so much money ourselves being on at the Gilded Balloon for yeah, a whole yeah. month, and then it's not even like you're not earning for a month. Then you're having to pay for your accommodation, all of that. Is we have no one backing it. No, nothing. Babe, no one backed it. So we then spent a year trying to get over that, and then I went, "Let's skip a year." And then we'll do the free fringe. So then we did the free fringe. And that was actually the most enjoyable one because we hid away. Yeah. Didn't get any reviews. We were trying to sort of change our act a little bit because... You're trying to craft an act. Yeah. And that's that was our favourite time. But we, again, because we, we fucking didn't... We were always on the peripheral of the comedy world and the sketch world, always asking to be let in. We Someone said, you know, do you get much on the door at the end? I went, what do you mean? I went, well, you know you can just do hold a hat out at the end. That's the whole point. We've been doing two weeks. Fringe. I didn't fucking know. Oh, so then we, oh, we stand God, with our sombrero. Laura. We start getting 30-odd quid each. We're like... Wow. Why haven't don't we been doing this? this? People we... must have put the word out. Go and see those guys. They don't even take any money off you at the end. <laughs> oh, <I know. laughs> we were full. It was great. We were full. That was at the Voodoo Lounges. Is That's a good two, room. Uh, the, lovely, is this lovely. you two here? Yeah. So that the story behind that there is... Um, These characters. We, we used to run a night in Leicester Square Theatre 
And this was when... Was that in that little studio at the bottom? Yeah, that's right. And um, we we did like a reunion in 2016 um, because when we when we split up, it was quite, it was quite, it was like a breakup, like... A, a, Why did you decide you just called it It was actually Vic, she just, em- she did it via email, like, oh, and she, so yeah, nice. it was so hard, it was like a breakup, and we've spoken about, we're still really good mates, yeah. so like, we're the best of friends, she was my best man at the wedding, but um, we uh, we decided to do a little reunion and end it in a nice way, and we invited everyone, we did t- like three nights at Leicester Square, but we used to run a night there, so we booked it again and said, let's just do an hour of the old stuff that people like, yeah. update it, obviously, and then we'll do some new stuff. And it was a really nice one, and it was our last ever gig. God. And that, <laughs> we didn't have, we used to do this thing called Checkley versus Bush in the middle where we'd do like a piggyback race with someone from the audience or whatever, and whoever won would win a prize. And we're like, fuck, fuck, we ain't got a prize. Fuck, 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 so we're in Leicester Square. And I went, yeah, what about a, well, let's get a, a thingy, um, a, what do you call it? Caricature. Thank you. A caricature drawing <laughs> of ourselves. So we sat there whilst they did it, <laughs> and um, uh, the person who won didn't want it. So <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Did they not want it? No, they loved it. No, no way. No, so Vix has got that on her wall now. That is brilliant. Yeah, I mean that don't look like me. It looks like Vix, but it does not look like me. As- no, it doesn't look like it you. doesn't look like you. But- no, but you can tell that's Vix though, can't I mean, you? Yeah, know Vix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've got one of these from when I was a kid on holiday in Turkey. They, they never look like the person. No, no. <laughs> I don't. I mean, people are making it. They're a racket. No arms either. There's no arms on those either. Just tits. <laughs> Oh, so, the tits. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He ain't yeah, forgot about the tits. So <laughs> that's hilarious. No arms but tits. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the important part. <laughs> yeah, get the tits in. Um, so once you... Shit prize. After um, Checkley and Bush, because then, then I didn't see you for years, like years and years long, and years. Long, long time, yeah. And then, and then you arrived on my screens. Yeah, well, it was... What happened? What well, was the journey? Just after Vix and I broke up, we, I, I had... Um, I, I went up for a, a job called Edge of Heaven, which was a comedy drama on ITV. It was just this casting director who really liked me and she backed me for years and she's like, I'm going to get you something, I'm going to get you something. I got up for this job and like, they're going to want someone with profile. <sighs> Fuck it, I'll go up for it anyway. Got a recall, got another recall. And it was this family, it was about a, an 80s themed B&B in Margate. Um, uh, Blake Harrison was the, the, the lead playing my brother and Camille Cadori was playing my mum. And I got it. And it was, uh, and then from that, Curtis Brown were on set and they signed me. Right. And then that was that. Yeah. I and and because I'd done the sketch circuit and had done comedy, people trusted that I could do comedy. But I had to take little bits, little bits. I think I met you on What was it? Like a pilot, wasn't it? Um you I feel like all I remember is you opening the door and I was coming to see a house. What was it? Was it like f- family, some family family two point oh, was it something like Was it that? a pilot? Oh, it was a pilot, yeah, yeah. Was it the one with Darren Boyd? That's it, yeah. Yes. And you were playing his wife, yeah. And yes. I came round and I was a lesbian looking at the house. Sure. <laughs> I believe that. <laughs> now she's going to be like, well, I wasn't I seen for that one? Yeah, yeah. Why am I not ever seen for lesbians looking round houses? <laughs> I was for eight. Hey, um, yeah, yes, God, babes. that's yeah, going sorry. back as well. Yeah, that was like maybe 2015. So it's like little parts like that, you know, mm. a bit here, a bit there, a bit here, a bit, a bit there. And Edge of Heaven, I needed one series, so that didn't really do much for me apart from Get Me That Agent and, and, and stuff. And then then I got Detectorists, and that sort of helped a bit. Uh, yeah, Detectorists was great. And then it was, it was King Gary, really. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Why is it that with sparkling water, I'm always playing guessing games with what flavor I'm drinking? Is it citrus? Is it aluminum can flavored? Mm, not sure. Sparkling ice, though, they really mean flavor. Like in-your-face flavor. Orange mango, black raspberry. Don't even get me started on the strawberry lemonade. Kiwi Strawberry slid right into my taste buds DMs last night and let them know who's boss. No subtleties there and no sugar either. But it does have vitamins and antioxidants. Find sparkling ice at a major grocery store or club retailer near you. Sparkling ice. Anything but subtle. If you're looking for plump lips at last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions or if you are allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all gel fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit www.juvederm.com. Actually, I've got a picture there. Yeah, it's a lovely yeah. picture of I you love this and picture Tom in front of, of a huge poster or a truck. That, 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 is, that is a coach. Oh, yes. In so in the final episode, episode yeah. we, we get married and we go to Ireland and get married and it's a big shit show. But this day, <laughs> they said what they were going to do and I just thought it would be on the back of the bus. But it's... It's, it's amazing. Yeah. It, it, it's like a and Bollywood I saw, I saw it cross the hills because oh we God. were in Newcastle filming actually trying to pass it for Ireland. Um, because this was during still kind of strict covid times, time, so we couldn't go to Ireland. So they right. just had to find <clears throat> a location that kind of looked a bit like Ireland. Um, and when that came over the hill, me and Tom just <laughs> fucking... And I just remember going, this is mad. And like when we did the Christmas special and stuff, like that was what I wanted. When you said, what did you want? I wanted to be a lead in a family sitcom where I just make people fucking laugh. Yeah, and, yeah. And and so when I got King Gary, it's it just changed my life. But I met Tom and James the Frond. Yeah. As you know, they sort of come together, writing partners and director and whatever. Um, I met them doing a pilot that didn't work out. And then they wrote a part for me in a thing called Action Team, which was a comedy action, uh, which was, uh, uh, that was on ITV. That didn't do well. It did one series and that, that was it. But Tom, I remember being in a bar in Bulgaria and he said, I want to write a sitcom with, with you and me as husband and wife. Yeah. And I oh, thought, oh, like they'll want Sheridan Smith or something. Um, and then, and then but he happened. wrote it for you, didn't he? They I mean, wrote it for you. me. Yeah, they wrote it for me. And I'd never had that. I'd never really had that. I mean, it's so good. It's a dream. When they did Action Team, they'd kind of written it already, but they thought, oh, you could do that because yeah. the part that I'd done in the pilot was very similar. Um, so, And when I met them too, I just, I felt like I just met a team that believed in me and they, they went into meetings and fought for me. Yeah. That's that's the thing that made it like well, these, something these different. These are two men that have grown up with very matriarchal women around them. Yeah. Working class lads. They just love women yeah. i only honestly couldn't believe my luck because it was like oh god they're really letting me be funny 
Yeah, yes. and even more so as, he was as the time straight went man. on. Yeah, yeah, and he didn't care, and there was never a sense of it was always. And they were, I always had an input, and it's physical humour as well, which women not very often. Yeah, get, you yeah, know, which you know, I suppose Miranda. Is, but other than that, it's yeah, not traditional, yeah. and it's and it's it's my bag. I fucking love physical. Were you comedy, really like. inhabited that character, and it and and people fell in love with her and yeah. fell in love with you. Well, it's and... kind of a little bit of a cult hit, really. I mean, it's a shame it didn't go on, really, but. It, I went to Tom's gig. He's, he's touring at the moment, stand up, and I, I got accosted in the toilet. I mean, everyone there was a King Gary fan. Yeah. So when they love it, they love it, and they can quote it. And yeah. they, oh, I mean, you think, so I don't lovely. remember How that. How many did you make? Two. Two. I was yeah. actually two. Yeah. I got married this year, which is yes, another... your next pick. Yeah, Never that's... ever we had a guest have to move it on. I no, feel I, I, I had the photo up. I was ready to go. It was Laura's there. Like, Are we going to move on to the next one? No, no. I just, I just thought because I know we run out of time. Picture. Well, you know what? I just thought it's it, yeah. It was just honestly like. I, Best day of your life. Yeah, Claire and I were like, Claire would have been happy just to do a registry office, which we kind of, we did on the Thursday and then we, my mate married us on the Saturday, my mate Hannah. Um, and it was just like, it was just really raucous and yeah. everything I wanted it to be. It weren't stuffy. Proper party. And had all my mates there and, and, and she's like an incredible human being and she's like changed my life really. Where did you meet? We met, oh my God, well, first initially... <laughs> It sounds really... You know this story, don't you? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, it's actually... Yeah. So anyway, I, my mate, Hannah, uh, was directing her third year show at drama school. Yeah. And then this is not how we got together, by the way. All right? <laughs> You've got to let this story pan out. Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so then um, I assisted... Hannah said, we come and assist me. There's a couple of days can't do here and there. I said, yeah, sure. Claire was in it. I thought she was lovely but obviously a student I was with somebody at the time then seven years later I, my mate asked me that's to that's really key seven years okay. later seven years that's later. really key yeah. um, uh, <laughs> I, I directed this uh, charity concert for my mate and he said oh my god Claire's singing in it I went oh wow I've not seen her in seven years um, and then yeah it was like totally two different people meeting again and, and we just sort just of just an instant connection Instant, wow. yeah, and and everything was great. I'd, I'd not long been out or something, and I was I'd moved into my mate's spare room. I was thirty eight. I thought my fucking life was done, <laughs> and uh, all I owned was a laptop. And uh, this was pre King Gary as well. And um, I I I I thought, well, that's it, you know. And then I met her, and I thought, oh, okay, now she's ten years younger, mm-hmm. and she wasn't gay. That's, what are you doing? That's tricky. You're having a midlife crisis. What are you doing? And I, I know think... everyone thought it, but. She's yeah. I turns mean, out she's she was very a gay, gay now. She's, yeah, <laughs> turns out she's yeah. I was going to say she came round then because <laughs> she got very married. gay. She's very gay. Yeah. Oh yeah, very. She's gay. gayer than us now. Oh, she's actually gayer than us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, the other picture is yeah, my we nan. Never, Why did we jump? Well, the we, only we well we were one, just we went we? about didn't we? But that my nan is is my hero really, well, so and I feel like this picture that's down the old oak club. And that's early 80s, probably late 70s. It's a New Year's Eve, by all accounts, of her mate Daisy on the left, Dora on the right. And all those, they, they, they just went down the club for like bingo and a sing-along on a Sunday. Oh, my God, and then I my mum's, my, I, I know. And my nan, my nan, everyone says, I look like her, I'm like my nan, I get it off my nan. My nan was in a, was in a, it was in a girl group back in the day. They were called Three in Harmony. 
And um, she said, but we weren't in harmony. <laughs> <laughs> so they went to a gig and someone went, three in harmony. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she see, she always used to say I got it from her. Uh, but she, I don't think she ever saw me on the telly, which I, yeah. Oh, that's, that's hard. And I never told her I was gay. So, but, but well, you know, I weren't ready at the time. I think she was 27 when I died. Um, but she is like, when I'm on the dance floor, she is like, she's in everything. I do every character. Really? Yeah, there's a little bit of my nan in there. Even like in King Gary and Terry, there's just something in there that my nan, she was really funny. Right. And she, she, she had nothing when she died. She left nothing but a load of clothes she hadn't worn that still had labels on. And, you know, a wedding ring and a couple of other bits. But she used to shove cash in your hand or take it now because I'd be fuck all when I'm gone. You know? <laughs> yeah. She was one of them. But she she partied hard and she was she was like just joyous and very funny. She could hold court. Brilliant yeah. stories. And There's a, it's an interesting, is it, the gazillion of nans and women. Mm. That did, yeah. They just could have been. a route to doing yeah. it. Thank you. Oh, Laura, thanks for coming on. It's so nice to see you. Oh, is there anything you. you want to talk... Before you go, you've got a podcast. Do you want to talk to us about your podcast? Yeah, you do your podcast. You do. I've been after Kerry for... You're, I have... you're working class. No. I didn't well, think foreign. Well, Yeah, and it's people's stories of how they got to where they are and also like what makes somebody working class just because you've now got money and you're living a different life, it doesn't change the bones of you. That's yeah. how I certainly feel. I certainly don't lead a working class life anymore, but... Um, I, I consider myself very working class. I'd be I, happy I, to lead a working class life if I could go down that old oak club on, you'd love on a it. Saturday you'd night. You'd fucking I, love it. You'd it all love it. Yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go down I there. I feel like I definitely missed out on all of that. Come see Michael Bublé. The tribute act, obviously. I'll yeah. bring my squint. <laughs> <laughs> what are the kids, what are you getting the boys? Because they're still at an age where it's fun to buy them presents. Uh, so uh, we're the teenagers now, so actually I don't really know what to get well, them. Well, we have decided uh, just to buy more landfill. And that appears to be something that we have committed ourselves to. Just crap. I don't know a way around that. Well, there's a lot of the stuff that they like. It's like, oh, God, it's you really have to sift through this crap. So they like stuff that's anything to do with a computer game. And most of the computer games they don't even play, but they're just aware of because they've seen. Oh, yeah, like merch. Yeah, like like Minecraft. My, Minecraft. Well, they do play Minecraft, but Among Us, mm. Roblox, all that kind of stuff that they talk yeah, about. Yeah, no, school. we've done all that. They love I don't know. I didn't know there was merch for all that shit. I knew Minecraft had merch. Oh, and there's merch oh for my everything. God, can we just. Can we just discuss how shit the Minecraft merch is? Like, who wants a square sheep? They look at it for about three minutes and they don't know what to do with it. I saw in Hamleys, and look, no disrespect, maybe we'll have to beep out Hamleys. If we do, I better stop saying Hamleys. Anyway, I was at Hamleys. Oh God, this is going to be a nightmare for Joel. Hamleys makes me sad. Absolutely. Those actors out the front. Oh, they're so committed in Hamleys. Don't. If you do have to beep this out, Joel, I'm sorry. I want to know what happens when the laughter stops with those guys. Anyway, can The laughter... There was a guy, as I walked into Hamleys, sorry, apologies again, Joel. Um, And (laughs) literally, he was serenading everybody. It really upsets me. When I pass them, I have a little cry. But but the actual, as you walk in, it's quite depressing. Mm. As soon as you walk in, you feel sad. I think they need to liven that place up a bit because it feels like I'm in a shed. Are you joking? Live in it. No, up. not in. It's got a bubble machine. Not in that. Not not in that way. Just like in a in a way that makes it feels like it's got some kind of color and some sort of like. Are you mad? It's a. Where, where are you going? Where, so I was there, literally. Hamleys. Hamleys. It's, a, it's got no color. It's a bin. 
It's a big bin full of landfill and it's not colourful at all. That's all toy shops. Yeah, but it's not like just kind of paint the walls something that isn't black. Do you know what I mean? Like, let's oh, liven it up. where the walls were black. The whole thing's grim. Mm. I, I, I walked up and down there and, oh, and then, oh. And then the lift stopped working. Look, I, I don't want to talk about this because it actually, I felt really saddened by the whole occasion. But all those things that are designed to make kids happy make, make adults parents sad. really sad. Yeah, like sad. Disneyland. I know, I like Disneyland. Disneyland's fun. What? Oh, it's super fun. I loved it. Disneyland, no, no, no. I'm not, I'm not going to, I don't agree. Disneyland is a very strange place. Disneyland is brilliant. What are you talking you... The queuing, just the queuing, oh, no. the queuing. Sure. Paying all that money to just queue all But day. it's a magical world, Kerry. No, it's a consumerist, fun island. Kerry Godlyman, it's a magical world <laughs> full of magic. And also when the children... I don't know who you are and I don't know what's happening. I... Which one did you go to? Because I went to the one in America. I've been to the one in America, not Florida, the uh, California one. I've been. That was all right. I didn't mind that. And then we went to the Paris one and that ruined it. I went to the Orlando one and the LA one. And both of the times I was in magical land, having a magical time. Were you with your children? In a half hour queue. No, I was. A... Was you with your children? No, I was okay. a teenager. Come back to me when you've gone with your children as a parent. Okay. And we will resume this conversation. Because until you've done that, you don't know Disneyland. Okay. I feel like you've really taken the sheen off it. It's a magical yeah, place. <laughs> Disneyland. Unlike Hamley's. Again, apologies, Joel. Look, we all want our children to whittle in their spare time, but that is not going to happen. So just surrender. I mean. To the gaming. I always thought when I before the kids were born that we'd sort of, I don't know, do crafty things. I don't know why we thought we'd do crafty things. I don't even like crafts. No, but Chloe's into crafts. We've into done crafting. this. We've had this. And crap. then no, I love a they'd, bit of they'd sit on the sofa with a book. We'd all read together as one, mm -hmm. as a family, yeah. whilst listening to classical music or something. Yeah, you're living in a dream world. Oh, yeah, clearly. I mean, I've been It's acutely aware that it's just going to be my... It's all tech. My kids on an tech. iPad staring at, uh, staring at a, a cubed pig. Uh, yeah. Whilst... I mean, my kids, when we went camping or some holiday down that part of the country once, Frank was in the back of the car on an iPad playing Minecraft. We went past Stonehenge and I went, look, it's Stonehenge. And he didn't look up from Minecraft. He'd rather look at Minecraft than Stonehenge. To be fair, and no disrespect to Stonehenge, but when you're... I know, but just look at it. It takes a second. We're driving past. Just look at so it. When you're on... Just look at I... it with your eyes. Yeah, but it's... It's a couple of stones upside down. Yeah, I know, but I'm all, I, yes, we all know that to be true. But just look up from the screen, from a from a from cubed, like pigs <laughs> nonsense pigs, and look up at real cubes, genuine ancient cubes. cubes. Yeah, really old druid cubes. cubes. Yeah, because they're really impressive if you properly go there with your brain. Wow. Bloody hell. And then go back to your game. Absolutely. And then spend five to six minutes talking at your children about how did they get there? How did they get a there? A tractor. It's a rite of passage. They didn't have Let's tractors. Have a little chat about yeah, that. They didn't have tractors. Oh. It's a genuine, it's a genuine riddle. It's a genuine riddle. Is it though? And they're not interested. No, they're not. I mean, we sort of kind of do know how they got there. It just would have been tricky. Aliens. Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> that's ultimately the, the answer, isn't it? It's aliens. <laughs> 